welcome to the Let's Start Health podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Haynes. We live in a noisy world, and this space is intended to bring you clarity, enrich your bank of wellness knowledge, and inspire you to kickstart your journey to healing body, mind, and soul. I'll be interviewing industry professionals and bringing you raw, real, and personal stories of healing through gut health, intuitive eating, and the power of the abundance mindset. Thank you so much for tuning in and getting curious. Your journey to healing starts now. Hello, you beautiful and intuitive being. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Let's Start Health a podcast here to inspire healing through vulnerability. My name is Chelsea Haynes. I'm excited to host this episode today and as always, but today specifically because we are wrapping up our Sober series. We started with Sober October, we rolled right into Sober November, and I thought it would be nice to share 10 tips to stay sober over the holidays. So if you're feeling like this sober journey has been one that has been of value to you, you have resonated with a lot of the stories here, share the episodes, please. We can all use a little bit of help and support and number one community on this journey of sobriety. And if you are feeling called to explore this sober journey moving forward into the holidays, That brings me right to my first tip of 10. (laughs) So number one, as I just mentioned, gather like-minded community. So if you are living in a place or if you are planning on visiting family that has different mindsets around sobriety, if you can't find a like-minded community in person, there are some amazing online communities focusing on alcohol-free living. Hop on your social medias, check out the hashtags, sober living, sober life, sober AF. There are so many amazing and inspiring people sharing their stories and cultivating community around this lifestyle. That caused me to want to shout out one of my dear friends, Ellie Richter. She has been on the road with me, um, really on this journey to healing for a very, very long time. She was one of my very first yoga teachers back in 2004, actually. I was practicing at Blue Turtle Yoga in Charleston, South Carolina, and she was teaching at the gym there. And we've been acquaintances and then became friends. We experienced divorce at a very similar time. I had the opportunity to travel to Germany and visit her and her family in her hometown. So needless to say, we are kindred spirits. And she is an amazing life coach and just also acquired a yoga studio in Charleston, South Carolina, and is doing amazing things with the sober community over there. She just finished a course called Sober Curious. I believe they will be launching another course early next year in February. So if you're living in Charleston, South Carolina, you can look up Ellie Richter on Instagram. Her handle is at Ellie Richter and check out everything that she is doing in regards to sober living, sober inspiration. Shout out Ellie. Uh, She also helped me with these 10 tips as this week, my brain is in all the feels. One week ago today, we lost my father-in-law, 
to cancer after only three months of his diagnosis. So it has been definitely a week of feeling all the feels. So again, quick shout out to my girl Ellie and everything that she is doing in Charleston with her local community and beyond. So again, recap number one, find a like-minded community and support. Number two, tip for holiday parties. (sighs) One of the biggest things in public settings, I think, is not talking about drinking. And when somebody offers a drink, it can be helpful first to say that you simply want to hydrate or just order a sparkling water with lemon. Some people also have a good practice of bringing alcohol-free beer with them, or I believe they also make alcohol-free wines now, but I love bringing my own flavored seltzer water, throwing a little fruit in it over ice, and getting away from the habit of talking about it. I think one of the biggest things that I learned on a sober journey was that being out in public, not knowing what to say, or if people ask me what I wanted to drink, just not being confident in ordering. And it's as simple as just not bringing extra awareness or attention to the fact that you're not drinking. It can feel even more uncomfortable If you bring more attention to yourself and talk about the journey, especially with people who might be drinking, it creates an element of awkwardness that maybe can be avoided by simply just owning your non-alcoholic drink and simply ordering a club soda with lemon and leaving it at that. Okay, so tip number three, initiate exercise dates. I really, really love this one. So... One of my favorite things to do with friends is what I like to call a walk and talk. It's amazing how alcohol ends up seeping into our daily life and our daily habits. And one of the biggest things that I noticed about being on a sober journey for a little while was, well, what am I supposed to do with my friends? You know, we go to happy hour, we go out to eat, or I have friends over and I cook and there's always wine involved. So initiating exercise dates is a really, really great way to bond, to get movement in over the holidays, and to stay on a healthy lifestyle without it being a burden. You might also find that the new alcohol-free you prefers more one-on-one dates or being introverted. So to deal with possible FOMO or loneliness over the holidays, again, it can be really helpful to set up walk and talks, exercise dates, coffee dates, cookie baking dates, or even movie dates with your friends and loved ones. So get creative and invite your people along the way. Okay, tip number four on exploring a sober journey during the holidays is to get into a new hobby. I picked up playing the ukulele. Now, I think being musically inclined is the one thing in this life that I really, really wish that I was just naturally good at because... Honestly, maybe it's just an excuse, but finding the time and really just having the patience is probably more so what it is. To learn a new instrument is something that is very challenging for me. But if you're up for a challenge, pick up an instrument, check out crocheting, explore some new movement that you've never tried before, maybe Zumba or rollerblading if you have the opportunity to get outside and give it a whirl, right? Finding new things to pass the time rather than just killing time at a bar can be a really awesome way to navigate over the holidays staying sober. Okay, tip number five, 
Seek a coach or a professional who can help you face the family triggers. Learn from these people how to self-soothe and reprogram your mind. So this is really, really, really important because what I have found is that the alcohol might not necessarily be the issue or the problem or the underlying anxiety that's happening. But what is the issue in my personal journey was what are the habits that are leading me to pour that glass of wine? What are the mindsets that I'm falling into that are keeping me resistant to being sober? And how can I start shifting that? And I definitely would not have been able to do that without the help of friends and my personal coach and also my therapist to help me get through some of the lifestyle triggers, definitely the family triggers, and the mindset and habits that were feeding the activity of wanting to drink. Okay, number six, meditate. Explore meditating to center yourself and gain clarity around how you want to handle family parties and temptations, right? So oftentimes I like to say, it's not about what I am doing. It's about who I am being when I am doing. So if I know or anticipate that I am going to be going to a family gathering or a party where there will be temptations and triggers around, it can be really helpful to go into those situations feeling centered within myself, feeling calm and really feeling less anxious going into them. The more anxious I am going into these situations, the more likely I am to pick up a drink. So learning how to meditate, again, checking out maybe a local yoga studio. There's some really great free apps right now that you can check out on your smartphone for guided meditations. I offered a free guided meditation here on the Let's Start Health podcast a couple episodes ago. You can go onto YouTube. There's a lot of amazing people doing amazing guided meditations. So if meditation is challenging for you, I offer to you to let it be simple and let it be guided at first. Start with a three-minute guided meditation that you can do in the parking lot of your car and see how it feels. And then eventually you can cultivate your own self-practice. Okay, number seven of 10 tips to stay sober over the holidays. Dig deep into your why. So don't let shame or, you know, that one bad drunken fight be the only fuel that is depriving you from enjoying a glass of wine. So this shame or guilt might have helped or kickstarted things for some time and for some individuals, but really having a loved-based vision for your future self pulls us forward more than running from shame does. So if you are depriving yourself from drinking and it feels like a punishment for something that you're feeling really bad about, again, that might work in the short term, but it will never lead to long-term habit change. So take some time, journal about it, talk to your other friends or family members who might be curious about sobriety, ask your coach or your therapist to help you dig into this, what is my why? And what's my why behind the why? Because approaching this lifestyle from a love-based place with the intention of moving towards your best self 
feels a lot less burdensome and allows us to move towards that place and pull us in that direction. And the universe is going to support us more from that mindset. And it won't be so challenging. It won't feel like such a burden. All right. Number eight of 10, get involved in causes that are meaningful for you. Again, this circles back around to community, community, community. There is nothing better for me than being of service in times of grief, in times of healing, in times that I need to just get out of my own head. There is nothing better than being of service. So by getting involved in causes and communities that are meaningful for you, whether that, again, be a local studio that is doing food drives, or maybe you can organize some goodwill, some food fundraisers for a local school, or maybe you decide to go back to a faith-based institution and you find yourself back at church again where you can find that support and connect with the power that is bigger than us. I think this is really, really, really important for us to align with something that is bigger than us. So finding that community that really aligns with you in any capacity can be really, really, really helpful. Can also help us just to zoom out and get a bigger picture, a bigger understanding of how we relate to ourselves and the world around us. It can help to give us some perspective. Okay, number nine, geek out on the science that supports alcohol-free living. As data usually helps family and friends understand your choices better than I need to spiritually up-level, right? So the logical mind will always want or seek scientific evidence for why you're doing what you're doing and why it's a good idea. And it can be really helpful to have that ammo in your back pocket to give it, to throw it, and to place it forward when people start asking you about your choice to be alcohol-free. If we come back with some type of, well, I just want to better myself, that oftentimes will mirror the person that we are talking to And it might make them react even more because, of course, we are all mirrors to each other. And when we decide to up-level, it is a reflection to the people around us where they might not be up-leveling. So by coming out a conversation with science-based evidence that it is actually pretty healthy and good for you to be alcohol-free, it can be a neutral and educating conversation that doesn't cause triggers or defense mechanisms to come to the forefront. All right, number 10 of 10 for tips to stay sober over the holidays. Reward yourself with free experiences that you have always been curious about. So there are really, really, really great resources out there for us to explore new experiences. And I don't know about you, but I love a good deal. (laughs) There's something about it that feeds that side of me that just really likes to be rebellious or stick it to the man. I've always kind of been that way. How, how can I get the most bang for my buck here and still walk away feeling really confident and abundant and good? And I love a good Groupon. So if you have never had the opportunity to do an experience like horseback riding, or if you've never been to an infrared sauna or gotten a massage or gone 
to a murder mystery dinner. (laughs) All of those things are available to you now for very affordable prices. And I would venture to say that, you know, take that money that you would typically spend at happy hour or dinner at that, you know, that bottle of wine at dinner and put that $30 towards a Groupon experience. Check out Airbnb. Maybe you treat yourself to a a staycation and you find a good deal in an Airbnb experience. Um, That's something new for you. Of course, you don't have to spend money here. It's just another option for you if you are transferring into an alcohol-free lifestyle, transferring that money that you would have spent on alcohol and something that is adventurous, is fun, is new for you and could be a learning experience or just a really good time. Of course, check out your local community and see what other free experiences are happening, especially over the holidays. There is often free music concerts, free fitness classes, you know, opportunities again for community to come together and have a good time. Fairs, walk the lights. Most towns that I know will have Christmas lights set up. Um, at the local parks or fairs for pennies on the dollar. So do some exploration, take that money and save it or treat yourself and reward yourself to an experience or a staycation that you've always been curious about. I really, really, really hope you've enjoyed this sober series. I hope that it is of service. It is my prayer that whomever needs to hear these episodes has the opportunity to hear them and to connect with other like-minded people. You can always check out our community on Facebook. It is a Facebook group called Let's Start L Health. It is a closed group. Answer a couple questions. I personally respond to them we'll let you in there and we can help connect you to some other sober, curious, or alcohol-free living people. And let us know. Please share your experiences. Let us know how this series was for you. And if you had any aha moments or gratitudes or appreciations, we would love, love, love to hear them. You can always hop on our website over at anchor.fm, find our podcast, Let's Start Health, submit a voice submission if you would like, or write us a little review on iTunes. We would be so greatly appreciative of it. And as always, thank you so, so, so much for sharing. I love you all so much, and I look forward to seeing you next week. I wanted to take a quick moment to give you, my community of listeners, some genuine appreciation. I know how valuable and precious our time is in today's world of productivity, and I couldn't be more grateful for yours today. If you feel that this episode was of value to you, I would be even more grateful if you were to share it with your people. Go ahead and copy and paste that link into messages, or if you're feeling really creative, pop a screenshot of the episode into your Instagram stories and send it on over to that person in your life who might need this boost of inspiration today. Don't forget to tag the podcast handle Let's Start Health and my personal account, The Yogi Yachty, so we can have all the fun connecting, building community, and sharing all the things. Thank you again, and remember, be curious and unwavering on this journey.